two on one. Stone with Stevenson. Stone stops, shoots, he scores! The double fist pump, the high five with White Cloud, the embrace with Stevenson, short-handed goal, the captain, Mark Stone. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Misfits to champions. The Vegas Golden Knights win the Stanley Cup in 2023. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here's your hosts, Darren Ballard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas. Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Ballard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215, home of the. We got some breaking news for you on the last show of the year for the BGK Insider Show before our little, little bit of a step away hiatus from the microphone to enjoy the Stanley Cup Championship of the Vegas Golden Knights. Aiden Hill is back under a contract as he had been re-signed, extended. Uh, and the important use of the word extended, because tomorrow you couldn't have used that. Uh, on mm-hmm. July 1st, uh, he became a free agent, uh, uh, if not signed. And Aiden Hill would have been uh, available to any other uh, team in the National Hockey League. Not the case now, as he has a two-year contract uh, uh, in hand as the Golden Knights uh, get their Stanley Cup champion goaltender uh, under lock and key. $4.9 million is the AAV. He will make uh, $5.6 million in real dollars. Mm this season and then the rest uh coming up in year number two but uh, tomorrow is canada day up up north uh, the national holiday tomorrow is free agency day mm-hmm. uh, in the national hockey league but i'm referring to it as aiden hill day because the 5.6 million dollars is comprised of uh, 1.6 million dollars in actual salary mm-hmm. and a four million dollar signing bonus that gets paid tomorrow yeah nice that's that's aiden hill day Tomorrow in Vegas on the long weekend. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I'm incredibly happy and excited for Aiden Hill. I, I, you know, you look at it, it's a two year deal, $4.9 million. As you mentioned, AAV, the $4 million signing bonus that kicks in tomorrow. Like, it has been a fantastic month of June for Aiden Hill. And I think that you can kind of close the the book on June and look forward to July 1st. And for the Golden Knights, they've got their Stanley Cup championship winning goaltender under contract for the next two years, coupled with. Logan Thompson's contract, two more years at $766,000 a year. That is a very, very tidy goaltending department for the Golden Knights going into next season. And now we see how much depth they want to add. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you look at $6 million in total goaltending yeah. uh, on an average annual salary, uh, you might be able to add a little bit of depth. They saw how important depth was this year uh, to them. But uh, if if what they've done is been able to really come in at a responsible number for their entire goaltending. And uh, Aiden Hill, very important given what he was able to do in the back half of the season and then uh, into the Stanley Cup playoffs. He established himself as a guy that could take his game to another level mm-hmm. uh, after the All-Star game yeah. and was incredible. And a couple of uh, real statement games. 
And then you get into the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, coming off of injury where he was uh, very lightly used, two periods over the course of two months, steps in and is cool as a cucumber and is able to uh, lead them to a Stanley Cup championship. Really impressive. Why do I like the contract, though? Uh, because it fits both sides. Mm-hmm. It, I love what Aiden Hill did with this deal. Uh, he's uh, a guy that uh, is of the age where you could look at it as your last opportunity for a big payday. Sure. And that's where most of us were angling. Mm-hmm. He's a free agent coming off a Stanley Cup championship and playing the best hockey of his career. This is the time to strike it rich and go for term mm-hmm. and as much money as you can over term. Aiden went a different route with this. He bet on himself yeah. and gets good money over a short term. And this, at, when you become an unrestricted free agent uh, at, at his age, you wonder, it's not really a bridge deal. When you're 27 years old, sure. you don't really sign. Those are reserved for 21, 22, 23-year-olds. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. This is a bridge deal, for <laughs> for all intents and purposes, for, for Aiden Hill. Yeah. He gets good money, doesn't get the term that a lot of people were expecting, but if he continues the performance that we saw from this season— mm-hmm then he can turn a two-year bridge deal at really good money into term at great money. Mm-hmm. And he he was probably looking at term at less than 4.9. Absolutely, yep. But he gets the 4.9 for for per year, for, for two years, and then has a chance under Bruce Cassidy's system in an organization that knows him and he knows and is very comfortable with opportunity in two years when he's an unrestricted free agent again to take it another step. And for the organization, it's a fantastic deal. You have to pay him more than he did last year, mm-hmm. but you watched him win a championship, so you're comfortable with that, but you don't go deep on term. You're not locked into anything beyond two years. And if if Aiden Hill continues to play the way Aiden Hill has, then you can extend him next year. Yeah, you can get you can get in front of this next year. So this this is really, uh, and it doesn't happen often. And I think it's an overused term, but in this case, it's really good for the player. There's some risk mm-hmm. because he goes with the bridge deal, but he bets on himself and for the organization. You get to keep a Stanley Cup champion in the fold. You get continuity, and you hope that he can continue with the level of play that we saw in the second half of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's set up that if if what you get from Aiden Hill is what you got from Aiden Hill over the course of this season and certainly throughout the playoff run, then that next contract is going to be big time for Aiden Hill. And I love the fact that you've got a player in Aiden that is betting on himself to a degree that is going to give himself an opportunity to believe in what he can do within this system, with this team, with this golden Knights organization. And we know that if, if it fits and it works, Aiden should be able to turn this into something very lucrative. And for the golden Knights, as you mentioned, if 
you get another year out of Aiden Hill. If, if next season he is playing well and playing to kind of the, the degree that you saw him over the course of the playoffs, you have an opportunity at that point to, to go forth and, and sign a, a new contract to extend him out. So I love this deal for Aiden Hill because I do believe he's coming into his own. And I love it for the Golden Knights because as we've talked about already, you've got your goaltending department under $6 million going into next year and you can add around the edges a little bit more depth. So Aiden hopes that he continues on this trajectory. And when he's 29, Mm -hmm. below that much-talked-about number in the goaltending world, he might be able to get a three-year deal, four-year deal at bigger money. Mm -hmm. The organization, same thing. And if he is great this year, they can extend him a year from now before he even gets to free agency. Sure. So you you have that window before it even gets to the open market where you can uh, tackle it. But let's say Aiden Hill doesn't continue in this trajectory, mm-hmm. that he is the goaltender that we saw for the last seven years. Okay. Six years. Yep. Still a good National Hockey League goaltender, but... The organization isn't locked into anything long right. term. Yep. So you you still have a good goaltender. Maybe he's not the Conn Smythe contender, but you you haven't you're you're not into a six year commitment uh, to a player who isn't back to to that farm. And there's probably um to be all completely honest and fair to Aiden. Mm-hmm. What do we expect? from a goaltending performance from Aiden Hill. I would think a fair level would be somewhere slightly above between his career going into the Stanley Cup playoffs Mm -hmm. this year Mm -hmm. after those 27 games, and that was a career high for him uh, in in the National Hockey League. Uh, His previous high was 26. That was a year ago, and his other games played in the NHL have been 19 and 13 and 13 like he he's not a guy that's played a ton sure. in in the National Hockey yeah. League each season uh, and he's been good he's had good numbers on on bad teams but was never anybody that you said there's a guy that we target and I'm being completely fair there's a guy that you target that's going to take you to win a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. so somewhere between that level and the level that we saw in the Stanley Cup playoffs against Edmonton, Dallas, and Florida. If you are slightly above halfway between old Aiden and most recent Aiden, you got a really good goalie. And mm-hmm. that's, that. That's I think, the fair level to expect from him. To expect him to all of a sudden be the guy that we saw in the second half of the season would be, I, I think, would be unfair. But <laughs> We hope he is. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And you hope that he's able to be that guy for more than just 27 games, right? 25 games. You're you're hoping that I think going into this season, you're getting 40-ish to 40 to 50, 55 games out of Aiden Hill. Like I would expect that that's really where you're looking at. I, I don't know. For I, this goaltender. I don't know. You, 41 games? Even split? I, I mean, like I, you're not wrong, right? Like I, 41 games? I think would be fine. Yeah, I, I would. I would. If if they're close, if there's a let's let me put it this way, a five game. I'll give you a five game mm-hmm. 
margin for error. Okay. Whether Aiden plays five more games or if it's Logan, he plays five more games. Okay. You yeah. know the the political polls? This is a margin for error of uh, three <laughs> yeah. points. Sure. Uh, I'll give you five games for a margin for error uh, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But I expect it to be if both goaltenders, if that's who we're talking about, mm-hmm. and those are the two goaltenders under contract, uh, at, with a $6 million goaltending payout this year, uh, I would expect it to be fairly evenly split. Like, Logan Thompson was well, the guy. He was an all-star. And would have been the guy. Yeah, I agree. So, does he start the season opener? No. That's yeah. Aiden's job that he won the privilege of. Sure. On banner-raising night. Mm-hmm. And he, I think he's earned the opportunity to have the ball. But would would I be surprised if they ran with one guy over the other? For sure. Mm-hmm. It just it, that's also with the way the the league has gone. But you've got two guys that that you can lean on, and a platoon. Maybe it's two one week and one the next. That type of rotation mm-hmm. for them, I could absolutely see that, and I don't think that there would be anything wrong with that. And I I, I don't. I really don't think the championship changes much with that if 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 Logan is back mm-hmm. healthy and able to play. Yeah. That that's up to Logan and it's up to to Aiden. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think obviously there's there's going to be I'm not calling it an open competition at training camp, but I think that there's going to be a competition to see kind of where everybody's at come training camp as there always should be. And you know, I think you're absolutely right in that Aiden Hill deserves he's earned the right to be in net when that banner is raised he was instrumental in the golden knights winning that championship he just was but in terms of what that breakdown is going to look like i think for bruce cassidy it's going to be fluid as it was this year right like the goaltending for the golden knights throughout this season was fluid at times logan thompson certainly had the lion's share of starts early on but aiden hill was getting frequent starts and was finding his rhythm and finding his game and then the back half of the year you have the best laid plans, and then injuries can throw a wrench in there, and yet the Golden Knights still continue to win hockey games. So I would expect it to be fluid. I just you you look at it, and based on what Aiden was able to do, if he continues to play well and continues to to kind of find that level, it'll be interesting to see how things go over the course of eighty two games. So look at Aiden's breakdown this year, mm-hmm. and as much as we painted it as a goaltending battle in training camp last year. L- Logan won that right based on his play the previous year, and and he carried most of the the starts to kick off the campaign. Aiden made uh, four appearances in October where they basically flip-flopped mm-hmm. to, uh, out of the gate. And in November, he, he only made four. That's not a lot in the first full month of, uh, of the season. In December, he made five. That's still, that's one a week. Mm-hmm. January, five starts. We're one a week. Mm-hmm. It didn't, it didn't turn for Aiden until February. Sure. Where he started getting some, some significant time. Mm-hmm. So that he was, with all due respect, the backup. Well, yeah. To, to Logan Thompson for the first three quarters of the season. Mm-hmm. Nah, 
two-thirds yeah. uh, of the season. Not taking anything away from what he did after that, but he was not the guy. Uh, Logan Thompson was the guy. And then they both got hurt. Mm-hmm. It's up to Logan to come back the way Lauren Brassois did, the way Aiden Hill did, and be as good as they were. Mm-hmm. And if he comes back and does what how they performed, then I think it's it'll work out as a split. I don't think it's a straight altering rotation. No, no I don't. But think I think that either. I think it yeah. ends up with if they're both healthy and and uh, go through the end of the year. I think it's forty one forty one with a uh, plus minus of five in there. I can see the plus minus of five. I, I don't think it's going to be back and forth either. I think it might be less than five. That might be really? overextending. Okay. It. Yeah, it's interesting because like I I can see it again, kind of ebbing and flowing, and that's really where I think the Golden Knights have have found something when it comes to dealing with their goaltendings or handling their goaltending. It, it's been very much a, a position over the course of the last year for sure where you're reading the room, you're reading how guys are playing, you're reading certain situations, certain um, instincts and atmospheres, and and that's really what stood out to me in terms of how the Golden Knights deal dealt with their goaltenders. And on top of all of that, I think for for Vegas, it's important to create that competition in training camp and bleed it into the regular season because you want Logan Thompson to get back to the form that he was at over the course of three quarters of the year, you want to get you want him back to where he was at an all star level of goaltending, and you want Aiden Hill where he was over the course of your playoff run. Because if you've got both of those guys going at the same time, you're in a really good spot. Well, I will say one thing to uh, a word that you mentioned or phrase training camp. Mm-hmm. I will say. Because it was Aiden's first time with the organization last year. And it was Logan Thompson's first training camp as a National Hockey Leaguer sure. last last year. And they were both playing for Bruce Cassidy and Sean Burke for the first time. Training camp was important last year. Their preseason performances were important. You saw that when Aiden gave up a, a, a lot of goals mm-hmm. and they went right back to him. Yeah. It was important, and, yeah. he, and he had a bounce-back game uh, in, in training camp against the San Jose Sharks was the bounce-back game. This time around in training camp, I don't think it means as much. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think the preseason game to preseason game, there's going to be as much emphasis on the goaltender's actual performance or uh, uh, structure or how he's handling certain things. I think it's going to be fine-tuning their game mm-hmm. more. And I think they've both earned that right sure. to not have the emphasis on the result or individual performance of a Tuesday night in on September 27th, as opposed to what a Tuesday night, September 27th last year mm-hmm. would have been. Mm-hmm. Where it starts for those two, because now they are veterans of the National Hockey League and of this team, it starts on opening night against Seattle. Mm-hmm. And that's when they will really be judged. It's, it's different than a year ago. Because of 
their progression. One guy was an all-star. One guy's a Stanley Cup champion. Mm-hmm. They both stepped up last year. It's not a they, bad place to be. They both impressed the head coach. Mm-hmm. And now they're both back, which is kind of unusual. Yeah. And they both deserve an opportunity to go through a training camp like every other veteran and fine-tune their game. Sure. doesn't mean you arrive 30 pounds overweight and you haven't skated or worked out uh, all summer like the, they used to. Like You're not doing that, mm-hmm. but you, you, you're not putting the focus on a preseason game, uh, and you're, you're going to be judged by those regular season starts that begin on opening night, which Aiden Hill, barring any unforeseen situations, will we'll get that start. Yeah, and that's really a, a good spot for those players. Yeah. It's a good spot for those players because you've got that ramp-up period. You've got that ability to work on your game. And, you know, for the for the Golden Knights, everything everything matters, right? Like th- this this regular season coming up, you, you just won a championship. It's a shortened offseason, but you want you, you know what you're playing for. You know what you want to get back to. All of those games are going to matter, and two guys playing to get back to that level is is going to be important. Two guys that, while are veterans in the National Hockey League mm-hmm. and have some pretty cool items on their resume, All-Star, Stanley Cup Championship, mm-hmm. two guys that are still proving themselves. Sure. They, 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 have, they have some rope in training camp. But that that stops on opening night. Mm-hmm. It they have to prove themselves to Bruce Cassidy, Kelly McCrimmon, and George McPhee from opening night on that Aiden Hill is the guy that won the Stanley Cup for the Vegas Golden Knights. That Logan Thompson is the guy that went to the All Star game and would have been a Calder Trophy candidate. Mm-hmm. Had he been healthy, they, they, a lot of good happened, but we are still a long way from from them being able to just roll with it. There's there's still uh, a few bricks to to put on this wall. Does one guy have more pressure than the other? No, no, yeah. I, I I don't think at all. Aiden's motivated uh, to to try and show everybody that. It wasn't a good stretch mm-hmm. because right now it was a good stretch. It was an amazing stretch. <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. But he's never done anything close to that. He 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 came close to equaling uh, his regular season starts in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but he did not start the playoffs. Yeah, as as the Golden Knights goaltender, there was. We didn't know who was going to be the the constant backup. Mm-hmm. In fact, I thought they would have rotated the backup position uh, between Quick and and Aiden Hill, and uh, they they wanted some consistency in that. Uh, and I understand that, but uh, Aiden Hill has some some proving to go. And Logan Thompson, he's back in the position that Logan Thompson's been best in. Mm-hmm. I think that's an important factor. He's being counted as the backup Mm -hmm. because the other guy had such an amazing spring. Uh, He's looking at at somebody else getting the start. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He uh, 
probably believes with good reason that he could have been or should have been the goaltender mm-hmm. for this run had he been healthy, but he wasn't. Yeah. And when people have doubted or questioned Logan Thompson, he has been brilliant mm-hmm. and always seemed to answer all those questions. So there's pressure on him to do it again. Yeah. Because he's he's on a two-year deal now with two years left. Yeah, yeah. It's a one-way deal all the way through the final two years, but it's less than a million dollars. This is this was his bridge deal to make good money, good money compared to what he was making. Mm-hmm. But Logan Thompson wants Aiden Hill money. Oh, of course, he wants beyond Aiden Hill money. Absolutely, and he has yeah. to, but he has to perform big time because. At a million dollars on a one-way uh, deal, you're you're not impactful on you're impactful on the cap because you're you're very very much affordable. The value, but you're also they can there's wiggle room mm-hmm. with a million dollars. Sure, uh, it, it's not hamstringing the the uh, organization, so he has to play. He has to really outperform uh, what uh, what the uh, expectations are coming off the injury and what we saw in the back half. Mm-hmm. He has to really elevate it. So I, I think one guy has financial security now mm-hmm. in $10 million coming to him over the next two years. Yep, absolutely. Hill. He wants more, mm-hmm. but he's got financial security. But he wants to prove everybody it wasn't just a good run. Logan Thompson, he's after the big hit, the grand slam. And he's he's in a great spot, but he's after that financial security now. Yeah, and it's it's you bring up a really interesting point on, on Logan in that some of his best hockey, when he answers the bell, it is to prove people wrong, right? Like that has been where we've talked about Logan and how unique he is as, as a person, as a hockey player. He justifies the odds. And I think right now in this situation, you've got another situation where you go to an all-star game. If you were healthy all year long, you would have been right there for the Calder Trophy. You would have been right there for Rookie of the Year. He was a Rookie of the Month. And you're in a situation now where you still come back next year with something to prove. And I think that... He has to win his job back. 100%. And for Logan, that is a driver for him. And we've seen it over the course of his career. So I, I'm interested. I'm, I'm excited to see what he's able to do with that. And as you mentioned, with Aiden Hill, now you're in a position where you see that you are reaping the benefits of what you were able to put together in the playoffs. But that can go up even more. If you continue that run of play, that next payday, that next contract is going to give you everything you've ever wanted in this game financially and from a term perspective. So there's a lot on the line for both of these guys. And they don't control everything. No. Because I can be playing good Mm -hmm. to okay, nothing wrong with my game, but if you go on a heater, Mm. it's going to affect me. Yeah. So now we got internal competition Mm -hmm. in a good way. Yeah. They're, they're, they're buddies. Uh, in a, but in a really good way that I may be playing just fine, but if you're on a heater, 
I got to play even better mm-hmm. to get uh, a couple more starts. Or if if you fall off, I've got an opportunity to grab it mm-hmm. and run with it and shut you out of it for a while. It's it's an awesome. I love I love the tandem. Yeah, always have. It's very hard to get, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Uh, especially the last uh, few years when uh, the, the game was so different where teams just leaned on on one guy primarily. But I, I'm a big fan of, of this type of goaltending. Why do you think we're here now? With Not just the Golden Knights specifically, but more more so the oh, because, rise of the tandem. Because there's been an a- absolute change in, in the game yeah. of uh, a cycle of careers. There, we, we've just gone through a huge number of highly talented goaltenders mm-hmm. in the last if you go 7 years yeah uh, from from uh Ryan Miller and Henrik Lundqvist and Roberto Luongo. Marty, Marty Turco and Roberto Luongo mm-hmm. and uh there's there's uh guys through there uh everybody's number one goaltenders mm-hmm. have basically retired Tim Thomas Tuka Rask yeah. uh uh through that uh that cycle of, of net mining uh, and every time I I stop naming names names pop <laughs> pop back uh in in into my head yeah. uh with this there's there's a huge uh turnover mm-hmm. in the goaltending world that's why we're there right now and we might through this cycle be back in 3 years two guys carrying the the ball sure Right now, we're trying to. Every team is almost trying to sort it out. To make it work, do you need a certain temperament? No, no. Yeah. There's, in fact, it's pretty unique now, the way guys handle it, mm-hmm. because they're they are friends. It didn't used to be like that. <laughs> they they had tandems, eighties, whatever. Guys didn't talk to each other. Yeah. They were they the the competition was so intense that the goalies hated each other, but and and the coaches would feed into that. Mm-hmm. They they would stir it up because they wanted that <laughs> that competition. Yeah. But no, I I, I don't think that uh, that you need a, a good temperament. And, and Aiden Hill and and LB are are pretty good buddies. Jeremy mm-hmm. Swayman and Linus Allmark are great buddies. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're going to be the tandem next year, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, but they 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 were they were really good uh, buddies, and I, I there's a, a few other examples where um, uh, Freddie Anderson uh, and and Ranta mm-hmm. really get yeah. really really tight, yeah. and and they split. Uh, so I I kind of don't mind the old days of Mark LaForest and Ron Hextall. Now that wasn't a much of a, a tandem, but they didn't exactly get along. I remember uh, L.A. Kings in 1993. Way back, mm-hmm. uh, Kelly Rudy and Rob Stauber, yep, were not playing very well for a bit, and a good buddy of mine, Rick Knickel, was recalled, mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let him take shots in practice. <laughs> like they would practice, and Stauber <laughs> at one end, and and Rudy at the other. And I've talked to Kelly about this, and we yeah. laugh about it. And Kelly's like he's embarrassed by this now. They would not let Rick in the net in mm-hmm. practice. He mm-hmm. he had to. St- he just stood there the whole practice and then took shots at the end. And then Rick played five or six games, six, seven games that year. Uh, might have even been more. Uh, and uh, and helped. Uh, and, and part of that was he came up, played well, and the other two guys were so pissed off mm-hmm. that they 
froze out Rick, but they got their games back and they went to a Stanley Cup final uh, with Rudy. So that's a that's a that's a good example of uh, of guys actually getting along. But there's some there's some nasty ones uh, over the years of guys <laughs> not exactly seeing eye to eye. And uh, and this is this is a, this is a good good one. You've got internal competition. But you've got guys who support each other, mm-hmm. which is which I think is 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 really good. it's good for the team. I agree because as as much as I have fun with goaltenders not getting along during competition as a tandem, it's awkward for the for the team. Sure, because they yeah. they eventually have to kind of side with one Pick guy. Pick a side, yeah, yeah. and uh, and or it's just. It's not fun in the room at times. You mm-hmm. can't you can't pick on a guy because then you're picking favorites, and uh, so uh, it's it's much better for the for the room. Yeah, I I mean, it, it worked last year for Vegas, and I'm interested to see what it does going into this. I don't year. even know whether that was a tandem though. Well, that's fair. I mean, it was like, a, it, it was a tandem it, until it, was, it wasn't right. It, like it was never a tandem because <sighs> Logan was the guy. L- Logan yes. was the number one guy until two, he got hurt. Two out of three starts, right? Like that's what that's what we were looking at predominantly. I mean, it was it was a pretty tight rotation. Maybe maybe even a bit more than that. Yeah, I I mean there were it it, it was there was a distinct separation between. Would you call it a true number one, number two? Yeah, yeah. La- last year, up until up until it was Logan Thompson yeah. got hurt. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean it. I, I don't know that I disagree. I just I feel like Aiden played a who, lot. Who would you have started in any game that was a significant game? Yeah, last I mean, year in October, it it would have been Logan. November, Logan. December. See where I'm going? Yeah, no, January, I, I, I get February. it. I get it. The, the key games: Boston. Yeah. Who played? It's Logan. Yeah. I mean, you're you're not wrong there. I I just. Aiden I, I seized wonder, his opportunity, and he was great. I didn't think Aiden could take his game to, to the level that he did. And the game that he actually got hurt in in Florida yeah. uh, on the road trip one of his was, best. was sensational. Yeah, one of his best. And one of the, the, the start, uh, was it New Jersey, right before they went on the road trip, mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that he was just fantastic. Yep. Uh, in. Yep. Uh, he had two statement games before he got hurt, which really left you wanting to see him again, wanting to, to to test whether he could take that game and be consistent. And we got to see it, and he did. Mm-hmm. He did. But up until Logan got hurt, it was Logan was the number one guy. Now yeah. it's changed. Yeah. I, now, I, n- now it's changed. Logan has to come back and show that, that he can be as consistent as, as he was last year as the backup or 1B. And, and I guess that's the question. Going into next season, is it a 1A, 1B yes. situation? So it's not a 1-2. It's, it's in, a 1-2. In, in, your, in your eyes. It's a, it's a 1A, 1B, which is as close as you can yeah. to, to having a full-out tandem. Yeah. But one guy just won a Stanley Cup. Yeah. So I'm giving him 1A, but very little wiggle room. Yeah, that'll be interesting uh, on that. And I again, forty-one, forty-one. Does it end up at that, or does it end up forty-three, forty-three, forty? Yeah, forty-three, thirty-nine. I mean, I, it's so hard. It's whole. It's yeah. honestly, I don't know 
Because I have no idea what to yeah. expect going into next year. I, I think it's it's pretty close to a split. Yeah. But with the important games, and they got a great schedule to start too. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really talked about the the schedule. Mm-hmm. It's the first two months. It's there. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Yeah. To establish and send a message across the National Hockey League. Uh, let's take a break. Uh, when we continue, uh, we'll hear uh, from. Ryan Craig and Kelly McCrimmon, uh, the introduction of the Henderson Silver Knights head coach and the general manager of the Vegas Golden Knights about that transaction. And uh, we'll get into uh, a little bit uh, more about what's going on in and around the National Hockey League. Some tidbits coming out of the National Hockey League draft in Nashville. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Development camp starts tomorrow for the Vegas Golden Knights. That's like the the start of the season. <laughs> yep. Yep. This this is our last show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the start of the season really kicks off tomorrow. Yeah, more or less. Sort of unofficially. Yeah. With development camp. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> That's a heck of an off season. Yeah. Like like eight hours, nine hours? More or less, yeah. Early morning. We don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Seriously. Because we won't be doing shows for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. but we're not turning our brains off. No. Like, I'll be out there tomorrow watching the guys go through their thing. Mm-hmm. The Finnish boys are gonna, coming. Oh, are we, they? We, uh, we wondered whether they would be here because they yeah. weren't at the draft. Yeah. Uh, the two kids... Uh, that that were taken by the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, they they will be uh, at the development camp. So that's uh, good news. We'll mm-hmm. be able to see the the four selections for the Vegas Golden Knights. I also have some uh, some other breaking news or development. Not really breaking news. Okay. Although it's you decide whether okay. it's breaking. All news. right, we'll do. <clears throat> the Stanley Cup tour starts in the next week. Okay. Where the players get the Stanley Cup for the day. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's kicking off with Nick Waugh. I think he's the uh, uh, guy that's uh, going to break the seal on the big tour. Mostly all across Canada, but uh, uh, Barbashev's going to have it in Miami. They are going to be able to see their names on the Stanley Cup. What? Yeah. Really? We discussed this a while ago, and I told you that one of the neat things is they have their days with the cup. Each player has the day with a cup. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the summer, it goes to Montreal for engraving. Yeah. And it's there for three to five days for the engraving. And then it comes back to Vegas for uh, a few more people within the organization to have their day with the cup. Mm-hmm. Some scouts and mm-hmm. uh, different people in, in around the the uh, organization, and then it's there on opening night. They raise the banner, and the guys get to see their names on the Stanley Cup, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Vegas Golden Knights championship team. There's been a switch to this. Okay. Now, n- normally, and I asked why why do they do it that way? Right. That's that's my question. It was to guys wanted their days with the cup. To happen quickly. Sure. And so basically there is the clinching of the game, party with it for seven days. How do you do that for seven days? I, I don't know. I just came from Nashville for, after four days. 
I didn't drink, and I was like exhausted. And the you look great, by the way. I, I'm I'm I, like I am a mess today. Like full, a a full hot deal. mess. Full hat. Yeah. Tilted down. Uh, good. You should have saw me on the flight uh, today. I was seat. <laughs> Remind me of my Southwest Airlines story. Okay. And, right. and it's a good one. It's not. I'm not bashing Southwest Airlines. Yeah. It's a funny one. Uh, but the, you win the Stanley Cup. You party for seven days. Mm-hmm. Then it goes to the NHL Awards in the draft. And then your the, it starts the tour with the organization. Sure. Vegas has done it differently. They're going to... They they had their seven days of the Stanley Cup. It was in Nashville, and uh, with the NHL awards in the draft, and we still had a couple of days with it. Mm-hmm. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Zach Whitecloud. Really appreciate that. Dirks Bentley pet rooftop patio. Oh yeah, hanging out with the Stanley Cup. I'll show you some pictures. Oh, okay. it was fantastic. Right. Yeah, I bet. Like like cool. Yeah. not Gong Show like I've heard in the just, past. Just fun. Just cool. Yeah. Uh, but the Stanley Cup has gone to Montreal this weekend, hmm. and is being engraved over the next few days huh? prior to the tour. Okay. First time ever. Really? First time ever that the Stanley Cup is being engraved before the tour with the players for their day with the Stanley Cup. Okay. So I, I, I talked to my buddy, and that's Craig Camel. Uh, I had his business card in my uh, – I'll tell you why I have his business card, too. <laughs> I, I'm full of stories today, uh, and this one this one's a really funny story. I don't think you know this one, mm. but uh, but I talked to Craig Campbell. One of the uh, he's uh, part of the Resource Center with the Hall of Fame, but he he doubles as a keeper of the cup, and uh, he said that uh, he doesn't know why. Like this, flattered on he doesn't know why they've never done it this way, <laughs> yeah. other than guys just wanted it mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah. He said it didn't. He agrees it doesn't make any sense that you would have your day with a cup without your name being on it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a first time yeah, winner, oh, or, or your yeah. championship team uh, being engraved and, and stamped in there, he said this makes sense. Mm-hmm. What Vegas is doing now makes sense. It's just never happened before, and everybody is kind of excited to have this new tradition because it'll mean more to the players. And and the family and all the aunts and uncles and grandparents and uh, friends and co- your first hockey coach they're they're coming out for these fantastic days where the players get the Stanley Cup mm-hmm. in their hometowns and all kinds of uh, wonderful events that take place. They <laughs> get to see your name on the Stanley Cup. It it's almost like this is just too logical. It is yes, right. Like yeah. this this just makes too much sense. Like yeah. you you win the thing, and 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 I get it, right? Like especially for first time winners, like you just want that, right? You yeah. want that moment. You've been thinking about what you're going to do with the with your day with the Stanley Cup your entire life. So I I can understand wanting that to happen as quickly as possible. Plus. You've also got an off season. It's a shortened one where you've got to get yourself ready. So you you probably don't want that lingering on too late in the summer. But with all that being said, if I were to win the Stanley Cup and I were to have my day with the Stanley Cup, I want to see my name on it. I absolutely want to see my name on it. So this seems like the Golden Knights setting a trend because I, I think from a logic perspective, what they're doing with it right now makes too much sense that other teams will follow suit. 
And I don't know whether it's a scheduling issue, whether guys needed a little more time to put their days with the Stanley Cup together, because mm-hmm. it's a quick turnaround. Yeah. If it if it had start, started tomorrow, let's say Nick Waugh's day was with the Stanley Cup or Will Carrier's day with the Stanley Cup is tomorrow, there's, there's a lot that goes into that if the town is going to recognize you. Sure. If yeah. you're going to have a parade, uh, a, lot of, a lot of hometowns do that kind of thing. Uh, you're dealing with uh, civic uh, people or uh, trying to make sure your aunts and uncles or your grandparents or everybody's available. Mm-hmm. Like six days isn't enough time to do that. Sure. I, I, I know what's going on right now with the VGK planning of the summer tour. Mm-hmm. It's a heck of a process. And there's only a couple of Europeans. Barbershop's not taking it to, to, to Russia. Mm-hmm. So they, they've got it easier in that state, and it's still an ordeal. But I'm I'm really excited that they're going to be able to show it off with their names on the Stanley Cup uh, for the first time. I'll I'll tell you just a a funny story that that relates to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Tampa Bay Lightning won the the Stanley Cup for the first time in 2004. Yes. Okay. Not everybody, not every player, not every coach, not every trainer will, will go back to the Hall of Fame and see the Stanley Cup and be able to see their name and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So 2004, they won it. They won it again a couple of years ago in 2020. Sure. John Cooper brought that Stanley Cup to his son's game. His son's coach was Vinny LeCavalier. <laughs> Vinny asked if he could take the Stanley Cup for an hour mm-hmm. because he'd never seen his name on it. Wow. Because it wasn't a group. It was COVID and yeah. all that kind of yeah. stuff. And things were totally out of whack and it wasn't engraved. Uh, I believe at the time of their banner raising ceremony, like, it just, it was weird. Uh, and he never got a chance to, to be uh, around it engraved mm-hmm. uh, after 2006. Uh, he, he, he got to see it for the first time in 2020, like that's 14 wild. years later. Yeah, that's wild. So, so this guarantees that everybody gets gets a chance to see their name. On yeah, the top. yeah, and I think that that's that's important. That's that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, and I would classify that as breaking news. Like when you are the Stanley Cup champions, that is breaking. And you're doing news. something different. Yeah, hundred percent. The Stanley Cup never been done before. Never been done before. We're talking about a trophy that's been around forever. Never been done before. Amazing. It's going to be in great before the uh, the the tour around. Thought we'd uh, bring you that news. Uh, we've got uh, more to get to. Ryan Craig uh, has been officially introduced as the head coach of the Henderson Silver Knights. We've got some reaction to that uh, as we continue. Plus some uh, news notes from around the National Hockey League on Fox Sports Las Vegas.